Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, for my audition today, I'd like to do a short speech from the climax of the film Labyrinth, starring David Bui as Jareth, the Goblin King. Everything you wanted, I have done. You asked the child be taken, I took him. You cowered before me, I was frightening. I have reordered time. I have turned the world upside down and I did it all for you. I am exhausted from living up to your expectations. Isn't that generous? Thank you. This is the Belugadoons podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this week's episode. What have I in store for you this week? Well, the the uh, pod flick that I'll be talking about is What We Do in the Shadows, the uh, the vampire film with Jermaine Clement. Uh, there will be a, a six minute shout out. Uh, I won't say, I won't give anything away. Obviously, I I never never give away spoilers. Uh, but um, one thing I will say is that I kind of had. Um, the uh, the six minute shout out pre planned. I, I I knew what the subject was going to be, but I I kind of changed things around while I was recording that segment. It's quite interesting. I actually uh, I I, I, di- I didn't go for something completely different. It is relative. You know, it's related to to the subject that I'm going to be talking about. You'll see when when you when you hear it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, uh, I talk about Christmas music and why I, I like it so much and the kind of Christmas songs that I, I tend to get out every year. Uh, the ones that you don't necessarily hear everywhere because like, you, you walk in and out of shops uh, this time of year and you're, you're always going to hear things like uh, Slade and uh, John Lennon. Uh, uh, Boney M. <laughs> the Pretenders. The, you know, the the usual mix. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to hear about my alternative Christmas choices. <laughs> Actually, I, I should probably do a proper segment in which I, I kind of just list. I'm, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking about doing a, a, a bit more of a festive episode either next week or the week after, depending on what's going to be easiest. Let's see, this is coming out on the 3rd, so you will know, either the 10th or the 17th. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll work that one out myself. Um, I mean, I, I already already have the next pod flick planned, um, so that's probably not going to be in the Christmas Christmas special episode. I'm uh, thinking about no. Uh, but uh, speaking of pod flicks, that's the that's the segment that uh, we're going to move on to now. So yeah, the film is what we do in the shadows. And you'll be able to hear the randomly selected film. I'm going to reveal which one I will be talking about. Uh, 
in the next episode of the Blue Gatoons podcast. Stu is great. We really like him. At first, I wanted to kill him. But now, I'm glad I spent the time to get to know him. Yeah, of course, he looks delicious with his big red cheeks. But we've all got an agreement that we're not going to eat stew, right? Right. A documentary team films the lives of a group of vampires for a few months. The vampires share a house in Wellington, New Zealand. Turns out vampires have their own domestic problems too. This film was really funny. Uh, yeah, I. You know, the the interesting thing is, uh, I think I, I was meaning to watch this in October when I was watching a you know those kind of Halloween style films on Netflix uh, because you know they they um, they kind of promoted it along with like kind of Halloween stuff and I thought it looked interesting. It was only when I started watching it, as soon as I saw Jermaine Clement, it got me thinking, because all of a sudden I, I started to have vague memories of people talking about this film, because I um, I, I never saw it when it came out, and I I think somehow it passed me by. I've heard that it's an independent film, is that right? I don't know, maybe it is, I, 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 won't, I won't investigate that just now. It's uh, it's one of those things where, uh, while I was watching it, I was like, "Oh yeah, my friends were talking about this." I think I think I heard about it last year. It might have been at the comic book club. I think I, uh, I remember them saying a film about vampires sharing a flat, and one of them is Jermaine Clement. Yeah, so um, this film just works so beautifully. Like, it didn't take long for me to just be like, you know, this is... Because, you know, once again, I feel like this is the type of film that could have been done really badly. Because uh, the idea of um, do, doing a mockumentary involving vampires and how they live and kind of, kind of just... Yeah, um, show, showing uh, the, these creatures in a, in a more domesticated kind of, you know, um, giving it giving it that that kind of, you know, oh yeah, yeah, um, a, a, a domesticated style of filming yeah um that's the kind of thing that could have been done badly you know, you, you can't really tell just by just by the, the, that information but i can see why my friends really like this film it, you know it, it's it's funny and yeah just everything about i, I think it was brilliantly cast you know they they picked just the right people for all of these characters and um 
they really did a good job in making everyone just just seem very natural and like it poked fun at the kind of things that that we you know we all you know do or see you know in everyday life it was a great um great kind of natural looking mockumentary and just on top of that you've got the fact that uh, there are vampires <laughs> and it's a lot of these characters are vampires and they also have werewolves and zombies yeah so um and, and yeah i i I never really found myself not being entertained by it, and I I, I did also notice that um, with like I think The Innocence is a an example of a film because I talked about that one that was the film I talked about last week. Uh, with that film, I felt like I I couldn't move away from the screen because. I just felt like there's so much plot here. I need to take it all in. I I can't allow myself to be distracted because I'll just get lost, you know. And uh, what we do in the shadows, on the other hand, is is almost the opposite. And I, you know, I, 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 I will make it clear. I think it's very deserving of, you know. Watching it properly, um, but the truth is, uh, I, I did, I did things like you know, I, I got up, I made myself a drink, I had something to eat while it, while it was playing, so I, I didn't give it my full undivided attention. Um, but nothing was lost, you know. Um, because the, there's a lot of speech in it, a lot, a lot of the stuff that the character says is genuinely funny. So yeah, just that alone, I think, may, you know, it's a film where even if you've got things to do at the time, it, it's probably not going to spoil the, the the comedy. I would definitely recommend this. Would I watch it again? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, the time has come for me to say, tell me, internet. Uh, I'm I'm really starting to get dozy now, as you can probably tell. Um, what film will I be talking about in the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast? The Purple Rose of Cairo, 1985. Damn you, Shark Hey guys, it's now time for the six-minute shout-out. So let's spin the internet wheel. <laughs> yeah, I got a... There it goes. It's, it's spinning round and round. Uh, where is it going to land? It's probably going to be on a YouTube channel, a DeviantArt page, a Tumblr site, or maybe something else. Okay, a YouTube channel. Before the Grumps. Yeah, uh, if you're a Game Grumps fan like me, then maybe check this out. Um, this is the podcast, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, they um, there's a little podcast in which basically Grumps team 
interviews another member of the Game Grumps team. Uh, I, I will, in a, in a moment, tell you... Um, I'll, I'll read through each of the episodes because it, it's basically just an episode uh, revolving around e each of the uh, team members um, and that's that's it that's that's all you need really <laughs> yeah so uh, so it's kind of interviews really and before the grumps now I think the reason why I've only just because it's it's not a new podcast. I, uh, according to uh, to iTunes, um, this originally went up. Let's see. Uh, yeah, the first one says here went up in August, third of August, two thousand and sixteen. So I I didn't realize. Uh, um, it's literally only now because I've subscribed to the Grump Out YouTube channel. Um, yeah, um, that, that's why I said YouTube channel, just <laughs> at the, uh, the beginning. Yeah, uh, so, uh, so th this, this is when I first actually noticed these, uh, these audio interviews. Because, because on Grump Out, they add a lot of the things like, um, the on-camera stuff that they do in, um, the episodes of Game Grumps and um, little, little exclusive things like uh, they'll, they'll do little challenges or they'll, they'll put out. There's an interview. Uh, Dan did an interview talking to his grandmother, which is is actually is actually fascinating. I, I've watched that one. I suppose yeah, this is kind of just I, I suppose. Grump out is this week's six minute shouts out more, <laughs> you know, because I, I I'll broaden it to that because um, the, uh, the before the grumps interviews, uh, the, there's only so much I can say about that. But yeah, this is the latest thing that I've been checking out. I, I've yeah, I've actually only listened to um, the Danny interviews Susie one. That, that's what I've got up here on YouTube. But yeah, um, so uh, here here are the list of episodes. Dan interviews Susie, Barry interviews Ross, Ross interviews Brian, Brian interviews Aaron, Aaron interviews Dan, and Susie interviews Barry. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm meaning to to get around to listening to the rest because yeah, I've just listened to one of them. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, Grandpa is a great way of. Um, get getting to see, as I say, all the on-camera sketches and and the things. Uh, yeah, there there are Q and A's. That's another thing. Yeah, um, they put several Q and A videos up, and that that's really good. The, the, those ones are really interesting. Uh, and I'm I'm finding that because. I don't watch every single episode of Game Grumps. This is this is a great way of actually seeing the work that they do. Uh, as I say, they because they they take out little parts of, of of the episode. For example, I didn't actually see the episode when they they first brought in Kevin, who isn't actually in those interviews. They, they, 
he doesn't have a before the grump interview. Maybe that's going to come out at some point. I don't know. Um, so yeah, there's there's a video introducing Kevin, the prophecy. <laughs> also, there's the grump Cade intro. That's really funny because I, I um I re I remember where the um the first episode of Grump Cade came out. Uh, that is actually one of my favourite introductory sketches that they they did. There's just something really weird and really funny about that one. Yeah, they, they've also got Brian's introduction. They have a lost episode. Uh, this is Battle Against a True Hero. Undertale spoilers, ahoy. Barry beat Ross between episodes, which became the montage of the start of Undertale. That, so that was the steam train. Uh, let's play. Um... Crunchyroll Christmas, yeah, all of the like the uh, <laughs> the ghosts of anime past and present gives Barry a visit. Yeah, because um, they'll, they'll sometimes do these little promotional bits. Uh, I have a PhD, new shirt. That's really funny. And also, goodbye, old crump, old grump couch. ジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパン
Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. So this is different. (laughs) We have an episode, uh... Yeah, out in December. So, um, yeah, because it, it's funny. I, I, I do often feel yeah you know, that things have to be as a kind of certain way. Um, I mean, last year and definitely the, the year before, I really felt like um, I had to end the podcast in November before bringing it back sometime in the new year. And I think even now, I feel like that that seems to be a, a good way of doing it. Um, my my excuse was mainly just, um, you know, December is a busy month with Christmas and all of that. Um, but I think because I'm... Uh, over the past couple of weeks, I've been slowing down a bit and just relaxing... I think because I particularly enjoy just not worrying about things. Um, like in, in October, I I, I had that, that that couple of weeks or so where I was just yeah, just just not not fretting over anything, and that was nice. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm just my my main priority is Christmas shopping. Really, I think uh, the next few weeks, the weeks leading up to Christmas, obviously. <laughs> You um, and this year, yeah, I, despite the fact that I do kind of like to, to just, um, have a podcast-free December. You know, this year, I'm, I'm, I'm going to carry it on a bit. I, yeah, I, I might do one more after this. I might do two more after this. I haven't really decided. Because where are we now? Um, this, this is, this is dropping on. My birthday, the third of December. So yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> um, so I might have one out for the tenth, and maybe one for the eighteenth. Uh, 
because I still don't know if I'm actually going to be getting out of Southampton <laughs> during Christmas week. Uh, it'll be interesting. This might be the first year I spend Christmas in Southampton, like Christmas Day in Southampton. And yeah, I uh, I don't particularly mind that. I I think I, you know, things have just been a, a little bit crazy at work, and I'm I'm just not happy with how they're running things. Like the my 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 employer, um, the, the the people who work for that company, they do not seem to have things organised. They, they never have seemed. Like, yeah, I I barely even know what's going on. You know, I. I've I've never actually seen that place. I think it's somewhere in um in Surrey or you know, I I it's it's nowhere near here. But yeah, um I uh I I have my own like little Christmas traditions and I think I'm starting them a bit later this year because I think a lot of people seem to get into the like well definitely like shops and you know, <laughs> places like Costa Coffee and you know, they they start to get festive kind of mid-November or maybe I suppose early November but yeah I'm, I'm trying to make sure that yeah because I, um, I I got a lot of Christmas stuff done on the first no no, no the uh, the 30th of November so yeah uh and uh, sort of so like the um, if if you go to the Blue Tunes website, that's all decorated up now. Sorry, I just I ha I hate talking when I've got I haven't got the right teeth for 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 doing lengthy talking. Ah, oh, that's just my tongue keeps scratching the side of my mouth. Well, uh, it, it keeps getting scratched because of these annoying teeth. I just got to talk like that for the podcast. One of the things that I like to do uh, when the Christmas season comes around is put on my iPod, um, listen, like, um, play through like a, a playlist of Christmas songs. And and it's quite a specific mix, like you know I've I've got songs like uh, songs from the Beach Boys Christmas album. Um, I've got Dean Martin singing "Let It Snow" and all of, and all of the well-known Christmas pop songs and things like that. And, um, but I also like to mix in some of the lesser-known Christmas songs. Because uh, I'm, I'm particularly keen on like there was that uh, rather amusing uh, Jack Black and Jason Siegel version of Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, uh, so I I like to add things like that into the list because uh, yeah, it just it adds a bit of flavour, makes it a bit more unexpected. So yeah. Um, a lot of songs you don't usually hear, like on the radio. Um, however, recently I've been having trouble with my ears. I, I'm pretty sure it's nothing serious. It's just, I, it annoys me because I have to be really careful when I take a shower. Because after I use the shower, I usually find that 
um, I can't hear very well. It's almost as if I've got like a kind of swimmer's ear. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it takes a long time. It seems to take a long time to go away. I think it doesn't help when I'm plugging in my iPod and, you know, just make make making my ears a hard time. So I'm, I'm trying to ease off that. I'm, I'm wearing a, a set of headphones now, but these aren't in-ear headphones. These are like... They're a bit closer to kind of studio, because <laughs> yeah, I like to I like to at least make a little bit of an effort to do this professionally. And yeah, it's annoying because yeah, I I need to be able to hear. <laughs> I am one of those people who who needs the aid of hearing, not a hearing aid, just the aid of. Doesn't matter. I um. Yeah, I. Basically, I'm, I'm trying not to spend too much time listening to my iPod, or if I am listening to my iPod, that I, I use the uh, docking station with the speakers, one of those things. And, um, yeah, I, I think I'm probably going to do more uh, listening to most of my Christmas records on that this year. But you know what's interesting? Because I said before I, I like to to include a lot of the lesser-known songs. But I remember last year... I put on Radio 2, and they played uh, That'll Be Christmas by Thea Gilmore. And I thought that was really nice, because the uh, the last time I remember listening to that song was when I watched uh, the BBC, uh, BBC 4 Christmas sessions, the, the live show. Um, yeah, and... Uh, I you know for a long time I never thought thought I'd actually hear it anywhere else, so that was a bit of a surprise, and and so yeah I'm noticing that and and like one that I thought was like a song that I listened to and nobody else seemed to was um, Great Big Sled by The Killers, because every year The Killers bring out a Christmas record. It's like a they it's a downloadable song. Uh, and it's in aid of the Red Charity. Yeah, um, and it's usually Christmas-themed. Um, so, that, that, yeah, that's a song that I kind of traditionally listen to. It's it's in, in the Christmas playlist I have on iTunes. Um, but uh, last week I was in town, and I, I was going for a coffee with a friend, and they were playing it uh, in the cafe, and and yeah, I um, I I was surprised, and I enjoyed the fact that I was able to listen to that, you know, even though I didn't actually have my iPod with me, <laughs> because that, that seemed to be the only place <laughs> that I was able to hear it was my own iPod. So uh, yeah, maybe it's going to be a bit different this year. I'm probably not going to be walking around town listening to Christmas songs. Like from my own selection, uh, I'll probably just make do with the ones they actually play in the shops. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and the thing is, I feel like I used to get into the swing of that, as I say, kind of late November. Um, but this year, I think I'm just gonna, you know, from December the first onwards, that that just seems sensible. Do you need to like a frog to work here? Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way, so, um, 
Comic Book Club. Must mustn't forget to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, third Thursday of every month, uh, seven pm to ten pm at the Alex um, in in Southampton. Yeah, the Alexander Beer Emporium. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the 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 next one will be the sixteenth uh, of December. I think that's right. Uh, I, I'm looking up my calendar. Um, and it's going to be a Christmas special. Uh, we're doing a secret Santa, so if you're going to come, uh, you better have a present. <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter. We're kind of doing a lucky dip secret Santa, so we're all, we're all going to bring a present, and um, nobody knows uh, who who's going to end up with it. That's kind of the fun thing. Um, we just we we wrap them up, we bring bring them along, and yeah, we pull names out of a hat. It's uh, it's good fun. And uh, yeah, hopefully we will. That, that that that's still I've actually bought a gift, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that <laughs> they, they don't cancel at the last minute. Yeah, uh my website is belugatoons.com. B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. I have merch and all kinds of different things at belugatoons.redbubble.com. My Twitter is at belugatoons, and there's also a podcast specific Twitter at Belugatoons Pod. This podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. Yeah, um, so uh, really, is there much else I can say? Uh, it's uh, it's December, <laughs> and I'm actually putting out more episodes. So yeah, I'm, I'm being extra generous this year. <laughs> Yeah, um, we've actually had some uh, rather gorgeous weather. I mean, it has been extremely cold. Obviously, we get into the, the really cold time of year. But um, in in this in this area, I've I've just seen some really beautiful sunlight, just clear skies, and just kind of beams of light coming through the trees. It's, it's great. I'm I'm near the, the uh, Southampton Common, and I've been taking some walks around there. So yeah, that's. Uh, that that's really it's sort of I think it feel like it's touched me in a way. I, I'm I'm really feeling, yeah. I'm, it's 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 um brought me lots of joy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't really think of a lot else to add to this. <laughs> um, looking forward. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I hope you have a good weekend. Uh, yeah. Um. Is there, have I missed anything? Anything important that I... Oh yeah, uh, join me next week uh, when I will be talking about... Uh, was it Purple Rose of Cairo? I I think that was it. Uh, <laughs> remind me. Was that definitely the one? Uh, yeah, The Purple Rose of Cairo, 1985. That's the film that I will be talking about next week. So... Uh, yeah, catch you then. Um, in the meantime, I'm off to enjoy my birthday. So, thanks for listening, guys. Take care, and bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.